Welcome everybody to another episode of the Kingdom Conversations podcast. Wherever you're listening, however you're listening, we appreciate you for joining us once again. I'm surprised I remembered that verbatim, but uh, <laughs> I'm glad to be back once again with my fellow co-hosts Demetrius Halliburton and uh, Derek Anderson Jr. Let me not forget your Jr. Um, how are you gentlemen doing today? Blessed and highly favored. You cozy <laughs> for sure. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm doing well and just excited to be on here again, uh, especially with my brothers being able to shed the knowledge of the kingdom and or spread, I'm sorry, the knowledge of the kingdom and just be the light that we always talk about. Yeah, it's the same on this end. Likewise, good to be back with uh, brothers that, that precious, like precious faith, I would say. And, um, and just being able to have a conversation as men, as believers, as ambassadors. And uh, the focus is always on what does the father wants to do or what does the father have planned for us? And just to be in agreement with that is a powerful thing in itself. So I'm happy. I'm excited. Ready to get into the topics as usual. I bet you're really upset that we can't meet in buildings now, DJ. You can't say you're happy to be in the house of the Lord one more time. You know? <laughs> <laughs> now nah, i mean you know we have the understanding that we're not limited to a building that um really that uh man i knew this was gonna come up but we know that that word church ecclesia you know it, it means the it's a greek word it means the the called out ones the ones that were um, you know, some may use that word to say, you know, they set aside for the Lord's purpose. I'll say that, but really that's a political term that was started by, uh, the, uh, the Roman Catholic church. And it was appointed by, uh, the Roman emperor Constantine so that they were the ones who considered themselves to be endowed by the gods, you know, to have that charisma and because they were uh thought they were above others they uh they used their word ecclesia to describe themselves so no i'm not confined to a church i'm not confined to a building because we understand that uh the holy spirit is the one who lives in us that you know we um that we have a, a, a temple that you know we are vessels of honor so i ain't gonna keep going too much Cause I ain't trying to preach like you, Octavian. He a pastor for sure. He took a joke and started teaching. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, well, I knew it was gonna come up. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be here myself. Uh, once again, it, it feels like, you know, we haven't done this in, in way longer than what it has. So we just gotta, uh, keep being more consistent. But the ladies have really been holding it down, you know. Uh, making sure that they keep putting out content. So we hope you guys are en enjoying that. Um, but yeah, we can go ahead and get into these topics. You know, we were warned to be punctual. So <laughs> go ahead and um, if you can um, go ahead and start the topic, DJ. Okay, yeah, no problem. So, what, well, Demetrius can, I guess, define the topic, and I guess I can point out the subtopic since, you know, he was the one that really um wanted to really do this podcast, but I, I know it was just that that fire burning in him. 
Yeah, and I appreciate that. Um, and uh, I appreciate you kind of defining those topics because we can get a little broad on what we do uh, and what we talk about. But for the gist of the conversation, uh, I think it's important as believers um, that we really track down every thought. Uh, the, the scripture tells us that every thought has to be taken captive and subjected to the word, which is, it said Christ, but it was uh, Yeshua, the Messiah, which is the word, he was the word made flesh. And so we know this, that's the word. And so um, what's really been burning inside of me is just seeing how culture and laws that shape the way that people think and how the belief system or the way that we think or the thoughts that we formulate and become a part of us uh, and it becomes a way that we live, uh, how important it is to really track every so, uh, thought down to its source to figure out is, if it, is it from the father or is it from, from the, the devil? And it's, it's never in between. I think that's where a lot of the issues lie, even if people that say they're saved, is that we try to mix light and darkness. But the scripture tells us, you know, if the darkness in you, if the light in you is darkness, how great is the darkness? And so when we talk about the belief system, the thoughts that we think, my question posed to, you know, our pastor the other day was that, can somebody use the six stages of conformity? And we can kind of break that down too. Well. So, you know, anybody new that's listening, they'll know what that is, but basically can it be used against the word of the father? And so um, that kind of sparked some of the conversation where we get into some of those um, different topics. But the gist of it is, what's in the mind what's in the mind is going to be a reflection of what you spend your time on what you're influenced by um what is leading you what is guiding you uh so we we wanted to get into that topic so if you want to kind of break it down uh dj we can kind of go into those yeah most definitely so uh one of the first points um if you all want to start with the first one is that one did you all wanted to make sure to hit in particular uh, before I go up through, through them in chronological order, I know I definitely hit the fifth one. Okay, that's, that's my first one. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll just go ahead and define the uh, five topics, and we actually start with the fifth one. You know, it don't have to be in that particular order, but uh, one we're, we're going to be dealing with uh, spiritualists, and you know they're really growing in the black community, and just how more people are stepping away from. Uh, religion and you know they're more focused on a relationship and they feel like they don't have to be uh, confined to I guess, I guess you would say the word because they see it as having so much error uh, The and we're going to address a lot of this stuff um, the second one is um, I say well I'm not, I'm not going to use that term I'll say the LGBTQIA plus um, just that community and what they uh, are really pushing as far as their belief system when it comes to uh, Christianity. Uh, the third one is just, you know, looking at sexual immorality that's going around now as a product of the access to social media that, you know, more young people have. And just this stigma that's placed around, I, you know, I'll say, you know, sex in general. Um, the next one will deal with, um, the women's movement and how some of them just believe, you know, the, uh, the Bible I say is outdated, 
Uh, there's even, uh, I think, a woman's Bible out now where it kind of changes um, the name. Uh, somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe it changed um, the name in the Bible to show that, that Elohim is a woman. Yeah, they got an LGBTQ um, Bible. Yeah. So it, it's just so many things changing out there uh, to conform to uh, certain movements or certain groups, organizations uh, that will basically, that uh, will conform to their belief system. Um, you know, it's, it's the same thing that the Roman Catholics did, so it makes sense. But the fifth point and the point we can start out with is um, people seeing the Bible as a book that holds us back from advancing as a civilization. So we can start there and whoever wants to go first. You know, when it comes to an advanced civilization, you know, um, I tell people all the time since I'm in the gaming realm, you know, I'm like, you know, life is like a video game. When you get that video game, there's already rules, regulations, and guidelines on how you do this. This button does this. This button does that. This is how you do a combo. This is the timing that you have to do the combo, blase, blase. Like, if you want to be successful at that game, you have to go learn the rules of the game and play it how it's meant to be played. Instead of jumping in the game and saying, you know what, I'm going to just come in and do whatever I want. I'm going to mash buttons. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Probably 9.5 times out of 10, you're going to lose to the people who actually take the time to study the game, learn the game, and maneuver their way through the game the way the game is supposed to be played. It's the same way with life, you know. Um, we didn't create ourselves in this life. We just know that one day around what seven, eight, or nine, you could just start remembering your life day to day. Um, so you know, life is a creation just like that video game is a creation. And we know obviously there's rules and regulations, laws and things in this life that govern uh, you know, this life in general. So if you want to be successful in this life, you have to go and learn those rules and regulations. Great thing about video games is they come with a manual or a handbook or something that you can learn to um, make sure that you're on task with how to do this game. Well, it's the same thing with life. You need to go to the creator and figure out how it is that you're supposed to be handling this life. Anything outside of what the creator is telling you for to do, that's not advancement. That's that's going backwards. You know, that's it's not advancement. Just because you say, oh, we got high-tech medicine, we got cars that do this, we have internet, we got cell phones, all this other stuff doesn't mean you're advancing as a society. You know, um, life, I mean, anybody with half a brain can tell you that life isn't about gaining material things. It's, we have to more so learn, I'll just say this, as a society, the father wanted us in his likeness and image. That's character. That's reputation. That's things of that nature. That's that's identity. Nothing to do with outside things, how well you think your science is. You know, I used to hear people all the time, not all the time. I've heard someone say that, um, you know, y'all show spent a lot of time uh, talking about the Bible when these people weren't nothing but people who, you know, were goat farmers and heard it cheap and all this other stuff, but y'all taking advice from them, you know? <laughs> and it just blew my mind to just sit there and be like, so you think just because a man or a farmer, he dumb, you know? 
just because you got you know your 11 degrees you know that you didn't stretch yourself out for then lost half your hair you know it can and really only using one or one or two of them at a time you think you smarter than a guy who forms you know but that's all just comes from the culture and what the culture perceives is you know they always glorify the people who go to these uh, college institutes and get degrees and get what people call the the high quality jobs and make six figures. That's what this culture glorifies. So it makes sense where people would just be like, oh, the, the scripture keeps you away from advancing. Well, that, that's just because in their culture, what they see is advancing. The scripture doesn't promote that. They promote the they promote the individual being becoming better and being more like Elohim and not the the person gaining material things but at the same time if they follow elohim they was getting material things so i'll just give it to somebody else for to go ahead and say something <laughs> yeah i i definitely agree with that um what i was hearing while you was talking about that was just when people say the bible holds us back from you know advancement i think they meant to say religion <laughs> And I say religion, first of all, religion controls the minds of people. And then you also have to understand that man is, we, we something else. How can you go <laughs> to the creator and tell him, I'm advanced past you, the person that created you, the manufacturer of the product, you're going to tell them I can advance you when they know the product in and out. I never got that. But see, democracy is, is. It's detrimental to ambassadors because, again, you put this 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 thought in the mind, and we're talking about finding out sources of things. Um, democracy is all about the people rule. The people make the decisions, you know, and things like that. But it's so dip opposite from the kingdom of, of heaven and how it operates as far as we under the king's rulership and we're citizens of a kingdom. And it's not it's not our way. It's his way. And so when you talk about um, when people say that, it's due to a lack of knowing the power of the father. The father knows everything. He's all knowing thing. And also we have to, have to understand that um, it, it was, we didn't make ourselves. And it's really the culture. When you take a look back, step back and look at everything, it's the culture that, that really paved the way I won't even say pay the way, but created this false reality that what the scripture said is obsolete now. And um, it, it really shows a lack of knowing the Holy Spirit because the Father's Father is, he, he placed the Holy Spirit in us. And the Holy Spirit is the one talking to us and leading us. And we also know that the scripture tells us that it's nothing new under the sun. Every little idea that we think we know now is already been thought of. Um, and so man just discovered ideas that were already out, placed out by the father. So for, the, for them to say that, it's really putting them in deceivement, really just being deceived. And again, it goes back to what's your source? What's your thought? Even when you talked about, you know, them, them talking about farmers and saying, well, you know, we got X, Y, Z degrees and all this stuff. It's because of the culture. The culture told you it placed value on a degree. And you go and get indoctrinated by a school of thought that you don't know if it's against the father or not. You know, but you go and get educated 
and you're on this little platform, you think you're on a platform. And the father's like, if he can just listen to the Holy Spirit, you can learn from the Holy Spirit in five minutes what you learned a four-year degree because he's just that powerful. And so, you know, as far as advancement, they definitely matter. I'd rather stay with the Holy Spirit. Right, right. I definitely, I definitely rather have the Holy Spirit than, than 80 degrees because the, the scripture tells us, because I know your precepts, I'm wiser than my elders. And so, you know, this, that kind of stirred me up a little bit, but I'm going to let DJ <laughs> take that. <laughs> I don't like people doing that, you know, just kind of telling the father, like, hey, I'm going to do this now. You know, you created me, but it, what you created for me and the plan and purpose that you put inside of me is obsolete now. That's what they're saying. So, hey man, I'm let past you man, what you learned in six years, I got in five minutes and was spitting facts. Hey, <laughs> I mean it's completely true, and like what both of you all are saying, just looking at that source of of, of thought and the um where they are getting their source of thought from is you know is is Greek philosophy, because if you look at colleges, you know that that's Greek uh that's Greek source of thought. If you look at um more so who they're following after it's the great philosophers and you know what they believed and how they believed a civil civilization should be and so many people place value on you know those who uh grow these big companies like look at elon musk and how many people really just almost worship him or even some of these politicians i mean if you look at uh democracy you know it comes from the uh what is the greek word democrata so it is so many things that's in america today that it has been defined by a uh, Greek thought that was put in place by the Romans. So, uh, as you know, I shepherd always say is Rome is still ruling. So it's nothing for, uh, people to look at these things and say, Hey, this is the way it's supposed to be because people are really being, um, you know, uh, well, we, we could say indoctrinated, just receiving everything without question. Uh, you know, whatever society says, this is how it's supposed to go. Then that's what you do. You know, I was in it at one point as far as getting a college degree. I thought that's what I was supposed to do. I thought I was supposed to um go, go to school and get that degree, and that was just gonna set me up for life. Like that's what I, you know, I, I just figured. I thought that's the way it was supposed to go. And you see a lot of uh, you know, I'll say young people do it today. Then they get in student loan debt, and was like, well, what am I supposed to do about this? But that's the culture. <laughs> uh. The culture that we have in America isn't set up for us to, uh, I guess you would say, prosper in any area. It's set up for us to be in constant debt, not just financially, but even just um, emotionally draining. That's why you see people that they go to work and they hate it because they're not working in purpose. Uh, Then, you know, at the end of the week, everybody's just going to get drunk, you know to uh distract themselves from what's going on fill themselves with entertainment that's another idea that comes from the romans you know they had the big coliseums um but just uh, another thing i want to pull out of there you know a lot of this is just uh i mean it's foolishness if you look in uh, i think it's first corinthian it talks about the wisdom of this world is foolish and how people that see um you know, those with those uh, degrees or, or, you know, because they got a, a PhD, all of a sudden, they they just the smartest person in the world. But that's not how, how it operates. You know, when it comes to um, using principles in order to live, it's totally different. Because there are, uh, I know Octavian mentioned the gaming community. I mean, <laughs> there are, are tons of, like, 
um, you know, uh, gaming companies. Uh, you got tons of tech companies. You got tons. We don't even go in their realm. You, you go into like um, companies who are, are big into, you know, astrophysics. But if you look at inside these companies, you, you look inside. Um, what, what's another one? I was just list, uh, listening to somebody talk about uh, the music industry. But all of these, there are so many immoral and unethical things that are going on inside of these companies. And this is what the people aspire, where they aspire to be. Um, you know, you got young women being. Um, exposed as far as um people trying to well, i won't say they're being exposed really the, the men are being exposed in the, in these uh companies because they're trying to sleep with the women i mean you, they talking about how toxic the environment the work environments are and it's like nobody really um understands how to control themselves because it's like you have these men with dead nature um, or I should say a dead spirit, just doing whatever they want to. But this is who others aspire to be like, not realizing that what they're going into is not teaching them to be more like Elohim or more, <laughs> you're actually going backwards. It's, it's not advancing itself, it's actually going backwards depending on this world's knowledge, this world's wisdom. Uh, if you look at the Tower of Babel, when you had uh, Nimrod gather all those people together, uh, you, you know, they were trying to <laughs> build a, a tower to heaven. That's what they were going to do. So they were trying to get to heaven on their own terms. And that's the same thing you got people doing today. And that's really what we're dealing with. So, I mean, like you all said, just going back to the manufacturer, because the source of thought that people have today stems from uh, the Greeks, which, you know, anything that, that's opposing the, the precepts, as uh, Elder Demetrius mentioned, it, I mean, it's coming from the old serpent. So... The more advancement yeah, I see in society, the more perversion I see too. So yeah. I, I guess yeah, that sounds like the part of immorality. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, it's crazy uh, to to think that that's what. And I'm just short, uh, but that's that's so powerful that music right now really is shaping civilization in the world. Um, you see people being led and guided not by the Holy Spirit about their favorite rapper, their favorite singer. And you have people that are detrimental to the community, but people praise them because they have a, a, a social status or a amount of money. And also, you know, music, and I think that's on point three about sexual immorality, how it's so common now. Right. Um, but again, it still goes into that same question. Like it does shape civilization right now because that's the agenda of the of the enemy is to get you out of the spirit because if you led by the spirit the spirit is perfect in the, in the image of the father so when you're out of the spirit and operating outside of the spirit you're going into the soulless realm and, and really most people i haven't even hit the soulless realm they're more so in the flesh um and that's what we've been glorifying but i did want to add that before you went uh, octavian as far as how that kind of is shaping the, the society yeah, you know, because the enemy, he's trying to be like the father, but he's going to do everything in his backwards likeness and image. He's just trying to do everything opposing to the father. So when we see music, when we see media, you know, I just throw the whole media in there because like you said, like it's it's impossible. You know, I've, I've actually had people tell me that if they watched something without uh, sex in it, then they feel like it's unrealistic. And that said a that's a lot to me of just you know one just people are expecting it now it's so normal and two uh just 
how normal it had to be in his mind that anything that's going on, you know, no matter what you're watching, sex has to be in here in some type of fashion. You know, it it just blew my mind. I never expected somebody to say that. Just, you know, like if you don't have it, then it's unrealistic. And that just really lets you know the type of society and stuff that we live in. But yeah, these, you know, these rappers, these, you know, I won't say the actors, they're just playing a role, but these writers for these movies, these producers and stuff like that, you know, uh, they can only give you, they can only create what's already on the inside of them. And like DJ said, it's a, it's a dead spirit. That That's the thoughts that they're going to have. You know, those are the things that they meditate on. You know, that that's all that they can give you. And, you know, it's, it's glorifying um, the type of culture that the enemy wants to set up, the type of world that the enemy wants to set up. You know, so, you know, a lot of people like to blame Elohim and ask questions like, well, why is there so much evil in the world? Why is there killing if Elohim exists? Well, you act like if, if you're saying Elohim exists, then you then you're just automatically saying by default the enemy exists. But people, people might not realize that they might not want to say that, you know, so you got some people out here teaching there can be no good without evil. You know, there can there can't be. A non uh, uh, a a type of existence where there's no evil, and that's totally against scripture, you know. Right. So, um, yeah, I guess I'll say that before. I guess DJ, if you want to, uh, we're kind of going into the next one. <laughs> <laughs> but if you want to uh, go ahead, go into that next one. Is this dealing with sexual immorality or another the other point? You can choose whichever one. Okay, because I feel like we're already hitting sexual morality now. Uh, <laughs> but I'll go ahead and finish it, and then I can tran, <laughs> and then I'll transition to the next one. But um, as Octavian said, just uh, looking at sexual immorality and how the uh, the the enemy, how he, you know, he wants to use stuff, but you you have to understand how the old serpent wants. I mean, works. He um he only he's here to kill, steal, and destroy. You know, it, it ain't. None more than that. Like, he doesn't want us to have a fulfilled life walking in purpose. He wants us to, uh, he wants us to be in the flesh. He wants us to meditate on things that are not of the kingdom. He wants us to, you know, you got people out here who just operating in gifts, even in ministry. They just operate in, they're using their gifts. You know, gifts are given without, uh, what is it? They're given without reproach. Y'all can correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, they're not taken back. Right. So, uh, Everybody has a gift. Some people just use their gift to make money, even in ministry. Uh, I was telling uh, Elder Octavian about this lady who I saw, you know, she got up on, um, she got up, you know, uh, I guess you would say up at church and, and people were excited because she was, used to be a witch. She came out and said, it, you know, I was a witch. But the whole time I was looking at, you know, because when I see stuff like that where people are delivered, you know, it's supposed to be this this great feeling because, you know, scripture says that even heaven rejoices when I, I believe one soul is saved. So it's like when I was looking, the only thing that I kept hearing is she's still a witch. And um, I went on her page and she would end up, uh, she was a life coach. And I'm like, this this woman probably dragging all these folks to hell. And the only reason I'm saying that is because she's she's using um, the tactics to, to continue to make money from what she was doing before, which is trying to tell people how to live, but doing it through that that uh, area of, of life coach. I mean, you can use tons of witchcraft because you can twist stuff. 
um, if you don't have no bait, you don't have a basis for how you're actually supposed to live. You can just say whatever sounds good. That's why um, motivational speakers are so big uh, because people want to feel something. They want to be motivated. You know, uh, at our ministry, it's all about uh, being, <laughs> it's all about being blessed, being empowered to do things. But with that being said, it's just so much of the enemy operating when it, when he's operating in sexual, when he's getting <laughs> influencing people to operate in sexual immorality. I mean, uh, scripture says in first Corinthians that, um, what it flee from sexual immorality, all other sins, a person commits are outside the body, but whoever sins sexually sins against their own body, because you, you know, our bodies are supposed to be, uh, temples of, uh, for the Holy Spirit. So, it, you know, we have the Holy Spirit living in us and he doesn't want us to be able to uh, glorify our bodies. He wants us to be able, he wants us to basically, you know, people showing off their bodies, you know, people have naked everywhere. And, you know, it, it really catches the attention of, I will, if this was the past, I would say men, but, you know, women now just as, um, what, what's the word I could use? Women are just now excited about looking at other women, you know, as men are today. So it's just so much poison that's in the belief system. And for it just to be paraded everywhere where people just have naked, it's just normal. It's just completely normal now. And, um, you know, that's really what destroyed Rome with sexual immorality. And so it's the same, you know, huh? I was just agreeing. So it's just the same thing continuing. And it just shows that, again, that our society is Greco-Roman based. Um, and speaking of sexual immorality, um, one thing that I know uh, a lot of people may not necessarily agree with is saying, you know, um, the LGBTQIA plus as, as being sexually immoral. Um and now they actually have their own Bible. They have their own, own church. I even recently saw um, it was two women pastors, but, you know, I, we, we know that they're not real pastors if, if they're operating out of the will of the king. Because um, if, you're, if you're walking out of, if you're not walking in the function that he originally gave the pastors, then, you know, you're following the path of the enemy. So... These women, uh, they invited a trans, what is it? I'm going to get it in a second. A transgender woman, so it was a man, to come to their ministry and speak. Um, yeah, and they saw it as, you know, this was, they were all proud about inviting them and everybody felt good. So it's, it's being about all inclusiveness. So that's just going to, to that next point, just looking at, you know, we're dealing with those thoughts and ideas of, of influence and, you know, uh just now dealing with that right right i think it's important to people that are listening to this podcast the gist of what we're saying is you have to think of the thought where it starts with a thought and so i just thought about the the agenda of the old serpent we got to think about it he was in the uh in heaven with the father he was over the music industry he was over the uh music ministry we'll say and so that's already give you an inkling in your mind, like, okay, we knew that he, he was good at what he did. But the same thing happened. He deceived over a third of the angels by a thought. And that's when, when you see him talking to Yeshua, when he's in the wilderness, he tried to tempt him with thoughts. 
So it's important that we track down every thought. It says every thought, not the little, you know, small ones, not the big ones, not just the big ones, not just the small ones, but it says every thought has to be taken captive. But we got to think about it and, and we have to go back to the source of things. So the source of, of the old serpent was he was in the image. Uh, he was in the face of the father and he deceived a third of the angels. Now he's illegal in the earth. And all the things that the enemy is doing, he actually gets his legal right through us because he's here illegal. And so we allow him to do things or allow him to take over our lives and be an influence to us. Then we, because we have, we're legal agents in the earth because we have our fleshies, which is our bodies. We have to understand that we have to make sure because the body, the scripture tells us that our body are temples. We should present them as living sacrifices to the Father. But when we talk about agendas and how sexual immorality is in the in the world, now of course the the, uh, the enemy is going to push it through music because that was his ministry, that was his gift in heaven. And so, what we have to understand is, music can go unfiltered into our souls. So I'm gonna kind of break this down so that it's kind of simple as we can get it. We know that we're uh, a trichotomy of man is the uh, spirit, the body, and the soul. <clears throat> and we did a teaching on this, and we may need to link it on there. But uh, my uh, body, soul, and spirit. Now, we know the spirit is in perfect alignment with the Father. We're talking about ideas. Uh, but it's in the perfect uh, image of the Father. It's Father. Everything that it encompasses is the Father. <laughs> and then we have our souls which consist of our mind our will and emotion and this is what the three the three primary parts where people operate out of today and so that mind is the thoughts that we think so the thoughts have to be filtered through something so that's what we're talking about as far as tracking the source down of a thought and then that will is our ability to make choices so as ambassadors we exchange our will for the father's will so what we're saying to the father is i'm going to make choices based on and influenced by your word because i want to be a follower of you and then we have our emotions now emotions are important and this is something that i've been studying on lately the intent of emotions because if if they didn't have a purpose the father wouldn't have given them to us so it's a purpose of it but we know that music goes into the emotions unfiltered it don't it don't go through the mind and get filtered through. It can go through the, the go straight to the emotion, and that's why we have people when you have certain songs, they 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 ready to fight you, or they start thinking about somebody else. And even when you have these big movements, even like uh, the Black Lives Matter movement, when they're doing things, they play music too, and so because it, it riles people up and gets the emotions going. And what happens is when we get into our emotions, we make irrational decisions because we're not following the spirit. We're following the soulish man. So you got a soulish man and you got the spirit man. And so the enemy knows that if I can get the soul, because the scripture tells us as well, the most prized commodity in heaven, earth, and in hell is a soul. The he heaven wants your soul. In the earth, people sell their soul. <laughs> and hell wants souls. They're trying to collect souls. Why is that? Because it encompasses our mind that we make and the emotions to get us to fully commit to something that's against or totally for the Father. And so why is that important? When we talk about sexual immorality, 
place it in the music. They place it in the lyrics. It goes unfiltered into your to your emotions, into your soul. It goes unfiltered into your soul. And so as far as themselves ambassadors, I'm t- we're talking to ambassadors. We're not talking to people that, you know, cultural Christians and things like this who are trying to mix the word because that's a religion. And we know that when Yeshua came, he didn't, he said he wasn't coming back to start a religion. He said, get rid of it. And so <clears throat> when we talk about thoughts, we have to understand what is influencing us to say what we're saying right now. And that's where we get sexual immorality. The enemy knows that man will fall because of the flesh. When you get into the flesh, because the scripture tells us the flesh has to die daily. So once we get in that flesh, and we operate just out of the soul, and we know that we won't be listening to the spirit. The spirit can only repeat what's inside of us. So if we're downloading lyrics to music songs, that's what's gonna come out when things when when stuff hits the fan. And and so I and just to just to shorten that up, um, it's so inundated in society because the enemy already knows. First, let me get the children. So I can start a whole nother generation that's gonna uproar. And go against the father and we at it right now where they're saying the scripture now the bible kind of get you on that because it's it it it's the translation transliteration and translation but we're talking about the holy scriptures coming direct from the father that haven't been tainted because what we also have to understand is the books that we read kanye got his own bible he just said the lgbtq plus i forgot the rest of the letters but they uh, started their own Bible. So then you go back to what's the source, the agenda? Is it pure? Because it's either light or darkness, no in between. But uh, that's just a short, <laughs> short little summary of what I was thinking when you said sexual immorality and how important it is. But we have to blame our shepherd because when we have when we have to give an answer, just give an answer. We go to the source. And we bring it all the way up to present day semantics to where we at now to give a to give a rightly divided word of truth that can be disposed and be um teachable substance. So that was my thought on that. All right, Dan River. I say look, he he ready to rumble now. <laughs> no, I was about to say I gotta keep it short. You can get him all they need for that one. <laughs> so I I just say simply, like I said before, it's just you know, he look, he wants you to do stuff backwards. You know, the father wants you to wait until marriage to be having sex. He wants you to go out here and be having sex with anybody and their mama, you know, and then to make sure that happens, he makes sure that he develops a society that's sexually inundated wherever you go. You know, you can't go pick up bread without seeing somebody, you know, thong it seemed like nowadays because they wear see-through pants, you know. So that's just the type of society he's trying to make, you know. Uh, DJ was talking about the LGBTQ. I mean, you know, the father wants a man and a woman to come together to procreate. I heard a man say one time, you know, uh, you know, homosexuality is just something that really like he just doesn't get because he's like, you know, between men, he's like, if you look at the purpose of, you know, let's just say your buttocks, you know, the the digestive system it's basically made to get rid of waste. And we know waste is something that uh, is basically, you know, you throw things in the trash can that no longer has any purpose. You know, it, it has lost its value. It doesn't have a purpose anymore. 
And that's the same thing with the digestive system. Once you eat food and your body takes everything that it needs from it, what you expel is waste, you know, nothing that's not needed anymore. And he was like, it's it's crazy to him because men will take what the father made to produce, you know, the seed of life and people will take it and put it in a place of waste, of, of death, of lack, of, you know, in an area where they're trying to like, you know, when a man, when men and women have sex and they go to procreate, you know, you expelling the seed of life into a place to where it's going to be fertilized on good ground and life is going to keep on reproducing. But when you do like, when it goes into homosexuality, you're basically taking the seed of life and putting it into a place of waste of, of death. And when he said that, I was just like, that is, crazy how the enemy has stuff so backwards in them to where people in their mind just feels like that's okay to do you know so yeah i just keep it short with that you know he he wants you man man and woman and the enemy is just like nah you can do more you can do man man woman 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 squirrel you know whatever it is that, that all this stuff that they doing nowadays you know people out here marrying pigs goats they self you know, trees, all types of stuff going on out here today. So, you know, I I just keep that one short. We can go on to a next topic if we got time. <laughs> yeah, I can transition to the next one, and then you can start out, Octavian, um, since that Demetrius preached his sermon. And so, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it was really good though, because I mean, what what Elder Demetrius? I mean, he paraphrased a lot of stuff that people need to hear, and like he said, you know, those extra teachings. They're available on uh, EOFKC YouTube. So if you go on YouTube, type in EOFKC, and you'll see uh, the ministry that we're all a part of, and you know a lot of that uh, source of thoughts. That you'll see the six stages of conformity that Elder Demetrius talked about. So, but continuing, one thing about uh, you know, like I tell you, what I'm saying about dealing with homosexuality is that nobody is against the people, uh, but we. What we're saying is that the scripture teaches against that lifestyle, any lifestyle that opposes uh, the kingdom. So they're living by outside of the government mandates because, you know, the father's idea of having another father in the earth in order to produce uh, a family. So we understand that that father, uh, just as we call Elohim the father, is a source. And this father that he has in earth, he made in his image and his likeness to be just like him in the earth. And we know that the anointing resides within the family. So it's it's not that we're saying, hey, we, we hate you people. We hate what you're doing. It's nothing against that. We are saying that um, we dislike the um ideas that the enemy has given people to make you think this is what elohim wants you know it is is mockery it's um in a in a sense is really considered just uh absolute rebellion because you're saying i don't want your idea of family elohim i want to create the idea of family that the um that the old serpent has set up because again he wants to be just like the father so he makes a, a carbon copy um but really just transitioning to that one thing that one uh, thing that we see in the LGBTQIA plus community is that the people that are really pushing it. And I mentioned it before with the, the women uh, that consider themselves pastors was that, uh, I mean, it's, it's women that's promoting it. It's really women that's pushing forward. And I know it's like that because in America, uh, women for so long have felt like they didn't have a voice. 
uh, women for so long felt like they um, just always had to take a backseat to a man, whether it be, um, you know, in, in their careers, uh, financially, uh, in the household, just, just whatever. Uh, people have just said, you know, this, this is a woman place and this is what she's supposed to, even in, you, you know, I, I'll say the present day church that many, uh, women, uh, you know, people take the response that Shayo Carl Paul talked about and see it as, you know, well, a woman can't speak in the church that they literally say that. So, uh, women are really helping promote, uh, the an uh, alternative uh lifestyle alternative family because they felt like because you know the lgbtqia plus felt like they were um just i guess you would say in bondage and that they didn't have so many uh say so or rights so that's what um one thing that they helped with that was also you know the push for the women's movement uh but because they felt the same way and so just given that topic uh octavian i'll let you go ahead I agree with what you said that because um, when I was growing up, and, you know, it's, I guess it's hard to <laughs> it's hard to, um, you know, relate uh, the black society, the black culture that I grew up with, with the culture that's going on right now. You know, um, a lot of stuff that happened in black culture when I was growing up nowadays is stuff that, you know, in this culture, people said is a counselable offense if you even thought about it. But um what you said with uh women are really the ones that's promoting it uh that was actually true a lot when i was growing up uh when i was growing up you know guys had their stance on it men let me say men men had their stance on it and they wasn't too much for it but uh it was the women who was more so the ones like oh you should let these people do what they do and that's kind of like you know, in, in their fallen nature, women are more so uh, the type who's more emotional, 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 sensitive to the emotions and things like that. So it's kind of like that case when they had like a no good son who'd be out here, you know, going to jail every week, this and this and this. But moms are constantly just going back, trying to save them and stuff like that. Like, I don't want my child to go to jail. I don't want this. I don't want this. But it's just like, man, you should. That boy is hurting you more than you helping him, you know. So um, it was was women who was more so doing that because, you know, uh, the LGBTQ was giving this plight to like, you know, oh, y'all, you know, treating us harshly, y'all bashing us in society. And like DJ said, women was more so the ones that were going through that in society. So they was more so the ones that seemed like they were understanding. But um, I mean, I just I, I really don't have more so to add uh, to that. I'm kind of. <laughs> my mind is kind of waiting on to get to the other one but so I, I another topic but i can go ahead and give it over to demetrius to get what he said because i know we kind of running low on time if we want to hit all these other ones so you can go ahead demetrius yeah well we just we, you know we leave out of spirit so it's whatever you're leading to talk about um to keep everything flowing um are we on the women's movement uh now or are we still on sexual immorality we're on the women's movement. Okay, well, um, I had to step away for a second, part-time dad, you know, full-time dad, full-time father. Oh, but uh, <laughs> part-time. Um... <laughs> part-time right now. Uh, but uh, yeah, full-time fatherhood. But uh, when we talk about the women's movement, I just think about the idea, where it comes from, where it originated, where did it kind of start into. Um, and I just think about in the 1900s when uh, the men were uh, going to fight the wars and it was the industrial age. So 
Uh, you had more factories and things like that. And, you know, the setup of the houses back then was like the women stayed home and watched the kids and cook um, and whatnot. And the men went out and worked and brought in uh, the, what they would say breadwinner, brought in the bread. So uh, the thought of that, when the men went to war, the women stepped up and did uh, what went into those factories and things like that. And I believe the idea, because the enemy, he loves his his favorite tool in his arsenal when he... When he go and look for his tools, when all else fails, he used the wedge of doubt. If he get a little in- inkling of a thought posed to the father, think about this, and I'm visualizing a tree with roots. If you look at a tree, when you see it on the surface, the roots are like five times bigger than the tree because it has to be deeply rooted. And so he always places that wedge of doubt in there. And I believe the women were seeing that um, we can do things without the men. And it kind of got that idea started. And now fast forward to now, um, I had, uh, I was looking to go into the political realm uh, in, in Memphis, Tennessee, where I stay. And one of the, I, you know, one of the things that I was trying to get connected with was a group of people uh, to help me, you know, get situated and get, get things rolling to do that. And every one of the like political realms that I went to, it was mostly just like, we do this only for women. We're trying to put more women in power in political, you know, positions to put more power in, you know, da, da, da. And so I'm like, man, this agenda is spreading wildly. And the, the idea, not that women can't do anything. I think that's where the issue lies where they think, well, you know, we can do everything a man can do. Really, we were designed differently. We're designed differently, so it's certain things that we can do that well effortlessly, I would say, and then it's things that women have to do a little more effort to do. But we have to understand the design of man and woman, and and Adam was there first, you know, and he was there, he was created, but then the woman came from him, and then mankind came through the woman. But to really understand, I try to understand where they try to come from, and this is, again, why it's important to stay with the spirit, because the spirit of truth will guide us to truth. But when we get into those emotions, because most of the people are in the in that movement, when you talk about things, they get so emotional. And it's like, no, it's not that we don't care about you. It's not that we don't want you to succeed. It's just, it's, design, it's designs placed by the Father. It's things that are in order that we just have to buy about that. Now, does that mean that every woman needs to be in the kitchen? No, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is when you exalt yourself over a principle or over a law, then now you exalt yourself because the father is the law. He is the word. So when you exalt yourself over that and over the design, then you say, I'm my own person. And that's when a humanistic mindset comes into play. But uh, that's what I kind of thought about when you when you said when we were on that topic about the women's movement i wanted to say something real quick about what you just said because it, it made me think about something and it's just that sin begets more sin like when you said that when you try to understand where they're coming from and stuff like that i've, I've tried to do that also with all all these different uh groups or different types of lifestyles and people that we talk to you try to understand and you know, when I when I think of the women's movement, I kind of see it like when you're dealing with children. And I'm not saying women are like children, but more so like, let's just say you have a child. If you have a child and you raise that child into a point to where it's like you're hard on them, you're always giving them the third degree, 
you know, you're always harshly whooping them. You're always criticizing you doing this and this and this. A lot of times when that child gets older, they're just going to rebel. You know, when they finally get old enough to do what they want to do, what they can do what they want to do, they're just going to rebel. Everything you said is basically false to them now. You know, <laughs> you know, they're they going totally the other way with everything that you ever said. And I just I just see that a lot in the women's movement because, you know, men uh, with these ideologies that they had growing up when it came to women, you know, putting them down. You just belong here. You just belong there. And it's taking women truly out of their purpose. And, you know, so obviously they go feel bad about the position of what they're in. You know, they're going to feel like they're bogged down in prison. My only purpose is this because that's what you saying. They see men rule the world and men make stuff like this. So you treat people like that eventually what's going to happen they just go rebel you know it's going to get to a point where they just go come together and rebel you know so um and them starting that movement is just like you know just them fighting against all the you know years where they were you know treated a certain type of way you know and then you know it's hard for you know um people like us to come in or even, you know, women with the same, you know, kingdom ideology to come in and say, hey, there's nothing wrong with being, let's just say, for example, stay at home moms and stuff like that. But ever since, you know, back then when I was like, your place is in the house only, they're just like, I ain't doing that period. You know, I'm running away from that period. You know, I be anything a man can be, period. Because they just trying to totally rebel against, you know, so I, I try to see uh, both, you know, sides and where it comes from. And it's understandable. But at the same time, like, you know, we just can't be going out here making it's all our feelings. You know, you can't make bad. You can't make permanent decisions off feelings, you know. So uh, go ahead, DJ. My bad. Now you're good. It's just, you know, the women have um, that they when it comes to kingdom having that kingdom mindset or filtering everything through kingdom precepts you know we have uh positions and so what has happened is that so many uh men or just people in general have abused that position of a woman like you know abused her gifts abused uh what she was there for you know to uh assist the husband or the other man with the vision um really there in in the home to to teach the children so they abused that and because that was abused it, it made um like i tell you saying made women feel like well you know why would i want to continue doing this if um people are just going to uh, not appreciate what i do so um and then also on the on the other side of that the flip side you know like demetrius brought up when um you know a lot of men went to war you had more women working in factories more women wanted that uh, uh they wanted that position of a father and we have to understand how desirable that position is to be to be father like we should count as an honor to be you know to be mean and to actually have families because it, look the old serpent wants to be a father and you know it, it's the same thing in that dead nature like uh, you know he's not he wasn't supposed to be a father he was he had a assignment to be a you know that leading chair when it, when it came to praise and worship with women you know women aren't fathers you know when the once they're placed inside a once their spirit is placed inside a woman's body now their uh their position is to uh assist a man with his vision their position is to um function as that uh woman who you know you break it down in hebrew 
you know, the strong spirited one, the one who um, basically uh, has that uh, sensitivity um, to the spirit that, you know, most some men can't even get be uh, because, you know, we know that, that women are more spiritually sensitive. Um, so even women have that desire to be in that position of them. Some women had a position to be in that position of man. That's what um, uh, Hava did when she stepped in that position and she told um, Adam what to do and was telling him to accept a different government, was telling him to do this. And instead of functioning as their father and saying, no, this is not what we're going to do, um, he followed her. So it's the same thing happening because now what you, you're having with this is that uh, more women are, are leading certain things. And with that, even in uh, a lot of churches that you see, you know, you have a lot of women pastors and, and there is no covering. And people are saying, well, you know, women don't uh, need to be covered. Some people take it literally and the women put stuff over their head. But it's, it's not saying that women can't be passive, but they still need that, uh, that male covering because that's the way that Elohim designed it. We're not saying that we're trying to shut women up. No, Elohim, when he created man and woman, we both have the ability to be born again. We both have the ability to receive the word. We both have the ability to, uh, to teach the word. We both have the ability to be ambassadors. Nobody's taking that away from women. What we're saying is, is that the way that Elohim designed the family, he designed it with having, uh, functions in mind. He designed the family with having, um, certain ideas that each person should carry, you know, as a father, I understand that, um, you know, as I take me and say or it could have been Demetrius, that the way that we're designed, most men, men have testosterone. So we're designed to be stronger so that there are more, you know, we have more physical strength than, than most, uh, than most women. So if you look at, look at women, you just look at the way that they're designed. Women are, uh, that they were formed, you know, women are more gentle. Women are, um, they may be weaker, but women are a lot of times even better with words. So it is real because they're communicators. So it's just different attributes that we have that uh, allow us to function in their position. But what is happening, like I say, is just that women really want to be uh, to be seen and stepping out of that role. And I mean, it's just again, it is operating in. in rebellion and many people don't want to agree with this you know some may be rising up and people are listening now like how could how could y'all be saying all of this but we're not <laughs> just like when, when you're sure uh opposed i said it before when you opposed cave he was really uh, opposing their stronghold so these are strongholds that people are building up in themselves uh, that are formulated by society formulated by the culture that we have and that comes from the laws that we have so we're supposed to pull down uh, those every stronghold that comes against the word of Elohim. But people are not pulling down those strongholds because they like the ideas. They strongly believe that this is how you're supposed to live. So, and that's why this plat, that's why, you know, really this is built, what we're teaching is built for kingdom citizens. The Those who say a lifestyle
I have. Oh, that is. I really don't know too much about spiritualist or whatever ideology that is. But Demetrius kind of like rebuked me a little bit, saying we just need to flow with the spirit. So I'll let y'all decide. <laughs> well, I think we're getting close to our end of our time. But um, I did want to just uh, add something to what you were saying in very short. What you were saying, uh, Derek, um, about it's we're not taking anything away from women. You have the ability to hear from the spirit. Matter of fact, you more you more you more spiritual than me. Uh, most men, because in, even in the spelling of of a mother, you know you got that man in there, and so um, which is you know the strong spirit. And so um, what I wanted to say on that part was you know we're not taking that. You know you still hear from the spirit. You still have a, a purpose. You still have a, a, the ability to assist with a vision. Um, you still have um, the same, the same, you know, authority as a male does as far as speaking the word. But what it, what you mentioned also was that it was a covering, and they can't, you can't be uncovered. It was a design from the beginning, and I think that's what the issue lies. Like you said, a thought comes in. Again, enemies sprinkling those with seeds of doubt. And saying, well, you know, if I'm not in this position, then I don't, you know, that I don't mean anything. And then we also have to contribute contribute a lot of that disrespect to women to again music and media and how it was portrayed. And those thoughts come in, and we treat women like they beneath us. No, I tell my wife all the time, we're in a covenant. We're two leaders, but I'm the senior leader as far as the father's concerned. So anything as far as the source. Whatever happens to the source, whatever happens to the roots, that's what it's going to produce. And that's where we have an issue when we talk about, you know, the women movement trying to take the place of the source. You can't do that because it's already designed. You don't have to think about it. You don't have to, you know, transform it or reconfigure or bring it up to today's time. It's already set and designed by the father. And anything that's set and designed by the father, I'm supposed to. Because I gave my will up for his will. I'm supposed to follow that. And so, you know, we, I love my wife and she's she's powerful and all of that. We're not taking away from that. But we have to understand it's things that were already designed. It's, it's not up for debate, really. It's not up for debate. But I did want to add that. I thought that was very powerful what you said on that. Well, at least you wrapped it up real nice at the end of a pretty nice little battle. Maybe your messages won't get too tortured now. Maybe your DMs won't be too flamed up. <clears throat> but yeah, if that's if that's all we do, you, do you have one thing, last thing you wanted to say, DJ, before we get up out of here? All right, cool. DJ said he didn't spoke his speech. So, but uh, <laughs> so <laughs> so we thank you guys for joining us once again for another Kingdom conversation. It was really uh nice to do this, and I definitely probably want to come next time and do that that spiritualist because I really have no idea what that is. And you probably told me about it before, DJ. Um, but yeah, I'd really want to learn about that and see what their ideology is. I'm I'm kind of like how past Renee says she is. You really like to study up on things people believe so you can have an answer. But um, yeah, so we thank you guys uh for joining us for this episode of Kingdom Conversations. Um, we we'll see you on the next one in Shalom.